Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of Sports Headlines. I'm here with Sean Davis uh, to the video chat box to my left. I hope it's still to the left on, on um, Sportscaster. And if you guys are listening on podcasting platforms, uh, welcome as well. Let's jump right into things today. Um, Sean, Adrian Wojnarowski reports that um, Doc Rivers and the L.A. Clippers are, quote, parting ways. Um Sean, what do you what's your reaction to to Doc Rivers no longer being the coach of the Clippers? <clears throat> I'm going to be completely honest with you, Warner. I'm a little I'm not a Clippers fan. I never really have been, especially now. Um, but I'm a little heartbroken, a little bit surprisingly. Doc Rivers is a NBA championship winning coach, the NBA champion, um, and I'm a little heartbroken. But the reason I'm heartbroken is because the black male, uh, seeing another black man get fired in the NBA, unlike some of the other sports leagues, is one of the more um, diverse. Um, I mean, uh, in other sports leagues, they aren't there to be fired, if we're being honest. Yeah, I mean, for example, to the. Uh, NFL, I mean, how many black or even minority coaches are there? There's Tomlin, Tomlin, Anthony Lynn, Brian Anthony Flores, Lynn, Flores. I think that might be it. And Ron Rivera, minority. About minority. Ron, Ron Rivera, yep. In the NBA going into the season, it was Lloyd Pierce, which was a hawk. It was Dwayne Casey, Alvin Gentry, um, Doc Rivers. Gentry's gone right now, so. Eric Spolster, yep. Um, there's a couple other going into the season that I forget off the top of my head. Nate McMillan, there's a couple others I know. And now Nate McMillan's gone. Now Doc Rivers is gone. Alvin Gentry's gone. So, from that perspective, it's a little heartbreaking. But and I'm I'm kind of surprised by this as well. I expected them to run it back because the reports – saying that Kawhi went to L.A. because they're potentially playing with and for Doc Rivers. So I'm a little surprised by this move. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that's my initial reaction to this to this decision. Yeah, man. Um, I don't really know why they would have fired him. Uh, I, it was an unsuccessful season, of course, with um, playoff and really title aspirations for that squad. But if you're going to fire Doc Rivers, I feel like you should also cut um, the majority of players as well because you can't put this all on Doc Rivers. And, um, <clears throat> well, let's let's see. Let's see if – I, I doubt the Clippers will be better off. I'll just say that. I, I think they're going to be probably worse unless Kawhi and, and Playoff P get their crap together. <laughs> um, you know, for those listening on podcasts, I just did it, air quotes. Playoff P is not a thing. Unless you're talking about for somebody else, um, that's all I got to say on that, man. I, I I don't think they'll be in a better place, and and I don't think they should have done it necessarily. Yeah, yeah, Doc, he he better like Doc is one of those guys. Like Alvin Gentry can say, eh, does he deserve a job? Nate McMillan, and eh, does he? He probably will though. But Alvin, especially, and eh, does he deserve another job? Doc Rivers better get himself another job, or I'm going to be furious. New Orleans is a great situation. Family, no, even no, even, no. even though they like Mike D'Antoni for whatever reason, <laughs> um, is a solid situation as well. Doc better get another job. All right. John, give me one second. I am not entirely sure where our stream is. Although it says we are streaming. All right. Well, while, while you figure that out, uh, so while Warner figures out some technical difficulties, I'm going to go over. We're going to keep the show going. I'm going to go with – we're going to do my top ten NFL teams after last night in the week three. Um, we were, and we'll talk about the Ravens-Chiefs game following this. But let's go with number ten on my list. Number ten? You ready, Warner? You doing your top 10 NFL teams? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Number 10, uh, 
that's a week three. Number ten, give me the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, their their schedule is. Oh my gosh. They they weren't even on the list last week, so this is an upgrade. Um, but but their number ten, uh, their schedule is brutal. Like after after the Jets and the Giants, who they just beat up on, the schedule is brutal with bold uh, letters and caps lock on. Like you got obviously you have to face the AFC the NFC West twice, and that's the best division in football. You had the it's a stretch. It's a stretch where they have to face like New England, New Orleans, Seattle, Green Bay, and it's like all four straight. So the schedule gets only tougher for San Francisco. Um, but they're number ten, solid win, uh, and the injuries aren't going to help. So I don't get used to them being on the list, especially if the injuries continue with this tough schedule coming up. All right, number nine, the Los Angeles Rams. I left them off the list last week because it wasn't sure if the hype train was real yet. Um, and then for the first half of, of Sunday's game, I was absolutely right. And then in the second half, they they came back and really should have won that game against Buffalo. Sean McVay, Jared Goff looks like the best quarterback from that draft class so far this year. The draft class of Carson went to Dak Prescott, by the way. Um, the defense, when they have to, looks like they can get stopped. Um, they they, ru- they rush the passer at a solid rate, forced turnovers. Uh, I think that was Josh Allen's first turnover in the year on Sunday. So the Rams are legit. They're really good. Um, they're in a tough division, so I'm not going to put them in the still bona fide playoff team yet, but they are right in the thick of it. Rams at nine. Number eight, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, this defense – is is good, okay? They stop the run. They get to the pass. They rush the passer at a, at a, at a great rate. The only weakness of this defense is the pass coverage. They're like the Packers, but switch. The Packers' best asset is probably the pass coverage of one of their best assets, while, while their worst trait is their run defense, and the Bucks defensively, it's flipped. They're garbage in the pass coverage, and the run defense is elite. Um, they both pressure uh, rush the passer at a high rate, though. Um, and offensively, Brady looked really good Sunday. And this offense starting to look like that New England-esque offense when Brady was in his prime. Get the ball coming out of Brady's arms, lightning quick. Uh, let they take a rare, uh, occasional rare deep shot. And Brady is not Breeze. Brady's arm isn't completely shot yet. He can still. He can still air it out on occasion. You know I'm throwing it 45 yards on the field every time, obviously. But it's not dead shot in the ground yet. Number seven, speaking of Brady's old team, New England Patriots. This defense, again, another solid Okay, Offensively, even with a bad game, they put up 34 points in a, in a bad game. This offense, offensively, like, can they play particularly well? I know. I started him on my fantasy team thinking they're going to they're gonna destroy Oakland or Las Vegas, oh my God, Las Vegas. Um, and they still put up 34 points to 36, and Cam didn't play particularly well. Um, so this offense has shown, it's like exceeded expectations to this part of the season. Patriots at seven. Number six, their interdivisional rival. And by the way, I cannot wait for when these two teams play. Number six, the Buffalo Bills. I think they drop a spot from my rankings of last week. It's getting to the point where I'm so close to saying panic, panic, panic. Where's the defense at? I've said it a million times so far. It seems like a broken record. We knew what the defense was, or we thought we knew what the defense was coming into the season. We were questionable about the offense coming into the season, which is why I think they were in the lower half of the top ten, maybe like eight or nine. Um, it's been the full. It's been the exact opposites. It's been the offense playing up 30s every week. And the defense where you're like, okay, where where, where are you guys, right? So, uh, I'm not pressing a panic button yet, but I'm getting anxious. I would be anxious if you're a Bills fan as well. Josh Allen's been uh, in terms of performance, a top five QB so far this year. Um, With, I mean, obviously, Patty Mahomes, A-Rod, Russ, maybe Unless I'm forgetting somebody. 
maybe maybe Josh Allen's is like in terms of performance so far as your number four. Um, Wait, wait, wait. With who? In terms of performance, A-Rod, Russ, Mahomes, and not not that order. And then in terms of performance so far this year, John Collins fourth. Performance. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. But go go ahead with the rest of your power ranking. Not not that crazy. But yeah, he's been he's been sensational so far this season. Bills at six. Number five, how about them Steelers? My gosh, they're number five. Um, they, we know what they're about defensively. They got a little – they got scored on a lot in the first half when the second half. It was practically shut out football by this defense. Um, and I said this, I think, yesterday. This Pittsburgh team, o- offensively, they can be really, really dangerous and really, really good. They're going to spread the ball around real number one receiver. Ben looks to be Big Ben again. Um, spraying the ball around to Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, who they drafted this year in the NFL draft. Juju Smith-Huster, Eric Ebon, and others. James Conner looks like a lead back again, mainly because he has a quarterback to handle, a real quarterback to handle the football. Um, so, yeah, great start by the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's why I picked them to win. Number four, the Green Bay Packers are number four on my power rankings. Warner might be upset because a certain somebody lost last night. I'm going to get to them very, very shortly. But look, I'm actually going to give praise to this Packers team. The Packers offense, um, <laughs> they've, had, they've scored 43 in week one, 34. No, what did they score in week two, Warner? 41? What, how much you guys score in week two? 42. 42. And then 37 in week three, and not one turnover. That that that's what's more impressive for me. Not one turnover. Aaron Rodgers is making throws like we're seeing prime 2000. What was he won MVP 2014? 14. Was his last one? Yeah, 2014. Aaron Rodgers, right? They, he seems to have that connection, that click with Matt Lafleur, and this is even with. Them running the Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan. With that offense, real quick. Matt LaFleur. Just going to interrupt me. Yeah, yeah, I am. Matt LaFleur basically took the best things that he liked from McCarthy's offense with Prime Rodgers, from McVay's offense when they went to the Super Bowl, and from Shanahan's offense with the Falcons and with with the Niners, and combined them all into his own kind of a Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers offense. And it's been working. Almost to perfection this year. So I'm excited. But go ahead. This offensive line hasn't allowed one quarterback hit or sack this year. So they're keeping A-Rod clean. He's getting a clean pocket. He's getting a moving pocket again on those um, outside zones, which turn and develop into play-action passes. And like Warner just mentioned, the Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, Type offense. Um, this offense is scary. The defense, I'm worried. Um, when you face a team like if San Fran gets healthy, they have San Fran on the schedule in a couple weeks. San Fran's backs get healthy. I, I'd be worried. If you, I forgive you guys, face Dallas this year. Zeke should eat that game, right? The running game. I'm the ball. Yeah, they hand the ball. The run defense. I'm really worried about. Outside of that, they may be one of the more complete teams in the NFC especially. We'll get to that in a little bit here. But I, I, I would be worried about the run defense, everything else. I would be ecstatic if I was a Packers fan like Warner. Um, number three, I got the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to drop two spots for me. Uh, listen, I had Lamar. I said, Lamar, you could put your – Elite of elite. Like, there's only three elite of elite. A-Rod, Mahomes, obviously not in that order. Yes, in that order. Yes. Sean just said Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. Mahomes, Mahomes, Russ, A-Rod. I said Lamar was teetering just about to get in that category. And then he put up a dud like last night. And I'll get to Kansas City in a minute. But I can't. Baltimore, come on. What what was that juice? Lamar Jackson, 98 passing yards last night. 
Warner, can you, can you remind me what I said was going to have to happen for Lamar? What I say he had to do? He's going to have to win a game doing hey, what? John, I, I told you. I, I, I just I told is, you about Lamar. Is, I mean, me and, me and Warren's debate right now is over. The way he played against the Chiefs, the Chiefs don't even have like a spectacular defense either. It's not. It's not terrible. It's above average. Terrible. It's a good defense, probably top. Not top ten. No. Above, above average. Can you, can, you, can you remind me what <laughs> Lamar's gonna have to do at some point for the Ravens to go and be Super Bowl contenders? Put the team on that right arm. Yeah, yes, he's gonna have to win a game with his arm talent. He, he doesn't have a bad arm either, and he had 98 yards. I forget how many sacks he had, but, I mean, I'm assuming it was a lot because freaking Chris Jones got Warner 30 fantasy points okay, sitting okay. on his bench. I, I thought I put him in, but it was Chandler Jones instead of Chris. I, I always get them two flipped up. I got I to gotta do something about that. Shameful. But, um, it didn't I mean, really matter, though, in the end. Yeah, you still won because Patty Mahomes saved your freaking life. Um, number two, Seattle. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks have been the second best team, but they've been the most impressive team, especially offensively. They finally do what one? They said, let Russ cook. 14 touchdowns on the year so far. He's been the MVP of the season thus far. Um, it's no disrespect to Mr. Aaron Rodgers or Mr. Patty Mahomes, but Russ has been absolutely spectacular. And really quickly, the defense, again, isn't as good as the defense about to mention, but they had that swag, that confidence that they could go in and stop anybody. They, and the Seahawks' defense of this year, especially with Jamal Adams, I think that's why it's such a big deal getting him there. They have that weird confidence in them, that swag in them. They have that weird vibe, like that prime legion of boom. Not nearly as good of a defense. Again, don't want to throw shade at that defense. But the swag, the confidence, like that, that I think that's what Jamal uh, Adams brings to the table. I think Sam Murray the first time, but um, that's what he brings to the table. And Seattle's number two, number one, Kansas City. All I'm gonna say is Patrick Mahomes shut me the heck up. I said offensively they haven't been. I guess he listens to our show, Warner, because I said that Kansas City's offense has lacked like explosiveness. Like yeah, they put up 34. And he's on the Chargers, 23 on Chargers, which isn't that impressive, actually. And I said, well, the Chiefs offense had to look that explosive, and then he put up 34 in the most impressive way possible. Patrick Mahomes throwing five touchdowns. Actually, I think he threw four four and ran for one. Yeah. He had five touchdowns in this game, single-handedly saving Warner's Warner's season because I'm in his fantasy division. I'm 3-0, and if he would have lost, that's one and two. Um, so you know, you know, I would have beat you if I didn't have all those injuries. It was a close enough game with the injuries. You, you didn't, and then, like I, I just said, if Pat Mahomes doesn't do that, then uh, you you fall to one and two in the same division as me, and I'm three and zero. So that's a tough one. But that's my top ten. Really quickly, a couple teams right on the outside. Tennessee's looked really, really good so far. Hill's been able to carry him a couple of games. Derrick Henry's been great, obviously. Um, I'm not going to jump too far in, but Cleveland's offense these past two games has been phenomenal. This is the offense that we were raving about coming into the season. The Again, broken record. Outside zone scheme, moving pocket, a lot of play actions. This offense has been great the past two games. They got the best running back to do on football right now. I don't care what you say. Um, and Miles Garrett has been phenomenal this year. I should know he's on my fantasy team. Arizona dropped out again. This is why I had Kyler Murray at number nine on my quarterback list. And I think I said yesterday and about weekly. I'm worried that this office is going to be too DeAndre Hopkins heavy to where, like, they're going to force him the ball, like, force force feed him. And it's going to lead to some interceptions by Kyler's part. Um, that's, so they're, they're on the outside looking. I guess the fourth team, New Orleans. New Orleans, uh, Breeze canceled the football farther than 40 yards right now. So New Orleans is 
Well, dang, he was having some nice throws. We talked about that yesterday. Until the two-minute drill, he could not he throw the football. Nice he just wasn't throwing the football because all he needed to do was have Alvin Kamara run a two-yard route, and then he would gain 16 after the catch. All right, you talk, you talk about the touchdown where Breeze threw it, like, literally a yard, and that one-yard play, he should have been tackled right there, that one-yard play turns into a 58-yard touchdown or whatever. Yeah, we forgot play. how to tackle him. I do not know, Sean, I do not know what is up with um, Sportscaster and OBS, but I just started another stream, and it also is not popping up, so this might be a podcast exclusive. All right, fine with that. Um, All right, let's move on to the next topic. Warner, was last night about the great Chiefs or bad Ravens? You know what? I say a combination of both. Um, you've got, God, of course, so complicated. I just asked, good. Oh my God. I'm playing. Continue. You've got, you've got Patty Mahomes, 385 through the air, four touchdowns. Um, Edward Hilaire had an okay game. Not great. 3.2 yard, uh, yards at rush. Just about. And then Mahomes, of course, ran for that touchdown. Um, the turnovers are turnovers and, and, there wasn't too much spectacular. Harrison Butker did not have a very good night, but that that's not really a big deal when you're scoring five touchdowns anyways. And, yeah, great job. Lamar Jackson, talk about can't throw the ball four yard, more than four yards. He averaged three and a half yards per attempt. Um, 15 completions, 97 yards on 28 attempts. And um, 40.4 QBR. So I, I do want to make that clear. Uh, it's a 40.4. Mahomes was 97.7, by the way. So he more than doubled up on Lamar's QBR. Um, and they kind of held him in check rush, rushing-wise, too. He had nine carries for 83 yards. Yeah, it's a really nice average, but combined, he didn't even have 200 yards through the air, or, or like, yards at all, much less through the air. And um, Gus Edwards had four for 39. Ingram had seven for 30. And Dobbins had one for... One for six, so they only ran the ball 21 times, and that is not the, the recipe that the Ravens want. The Ravens want to be running the ball 30 to 40 times a game and then throwing the ball maybe 15 to 20 times a game. And and you know what? When your leading receiver is um, your third-string running back and your leading rusher is your quarterback who ran for 1,000 yards last year and only threw for 97 yards in this game, it's it's a recipe for failure. So I think it was bad Ravens offense and good Ra- uh, good Chiefs offense. Um, I, I don't think you can particularly fault the Ravens defense for giving up 34 to the Chiefs. Although according to Sean, you know they're not very explosive. And um, I didn't say they're not. I said they didn't look very explosive in the first two games. Now, same thing. Same not really. Thing. Not really. So I, what not, my no, answer it's not, is. No, it's not. My answer is good Chiefs um, offense, bad Ravens offense. This game, well, really quickly, first off, it's not the same thing. Because if I said they're not explosive, that means they're not at all. And we say that they haven't looked explosive. It's saying that in the first two games, they haven't played to their explosive potential that we're used to. Now, this game is all about Kansas City. I've gotten on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in the last segment. But this is all about Kansas City. Hey, can I say something real fast? It's bad when over half of your points come from your kicker and a kick returner. They scored six points offensively. They had the kick return touchdown. They had a Lamar Jackson throwing touchdown. And they had two field goals from Justin Tucker, along with the two extra points. That's ridiculous. Your kicker cannot outscore your offense. I mean, come on now. Um, but yeah, this is all about Kansas City, especially offensively. Again, I guess Patrick Mahomes listens to our show, and if he does, hey, send us a DM or something. Come on the show. Shut. I mean, my gosh, uh, this was a great performance, a bounce back performance coming off of last week, a tough game against my Chargers defense. Um, that's well, pat myself on the back a little bit there. Um, but this offense looked so much more explosive than Patrick Mahomes. That was just a reminder. I'm the best quarterback in the league. There's no competition, really, for that throne. And 
Even though Russ has played out of his mind, 14 to 1 touchdown and interception ratio, Rodgers, I think, has 9 to 0, right? Or no. So, yeah, he's got an unlimited uh, touchdown and interception ratio. It's, it's 9. All right. Well, he for four, touch, four touchdowns, two touchdowns, and then three touchdowns. Okay, I guess which that's is, right. Which I got to remind you, is not bad numbers. He's on pace for 48 touchdowns. It's just the other guys Right, 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 right. Russ it. just threw five touchdowns against the Cowboys. All right, that, that's why I'm like, is that's it? Because Russ has 14. <laughs> just like, nine? That, just nine? Only 48 on the season? What's that? Right, only, I think Josh Allen has 12, too. Now to continue to bring Josh Allen back into this. But I think he has 12. Keep bringing Josh Allen <laughs> Um, but seriously, A-Rod's played out of his mind. This was just a little friendly reminder from uh, Sir Patrick Mahomes. I'm still that guy. And offensively, they were phenomenal. Defensively, this was a very underrated performance by them. Um, getting the Ravens off the field, they only got to run the ball 21 times, like Warner mentioned. Um, so great effort all around uh, by the Chiefs. And they played defensively solid bend don't break the definition of it through these first three games they've given up 20 points a game through three games and when your offense is going to drop 45 at any given moment that's that's a recipe for success great drop this is all about Kansas City hats off to them I got onto the Ravens and look very disappointed this actually made me lose the week um and we'll get to that in a minute um so yeah a little disappointed by that but um, great Chiefs. This is all about Kansas City. Hey, Sean. You, you know something? There's a stat that is the most Cowboy stat of all the stats. Dak Prescott right now, through the first three games, is leading the league in passing with, like, 1,138 yards, I think. Guess what his touchdown-interception ratio is? Like, three to three? Because he, 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 he's even Five to three. three. Oh, Five touchdowns, three interceptions. That's two to one and a half. Hey, at least he's not Carson Wentz, three to six. Did you hear that, Warner? Warner, you there? Um, I guess Warner's frozen or whatever, but yeah, three to three to six is what Carson Wentz has. And again, going back to this Ravens Chiefs game yesterday. Hello, Warner. Warner you, you there? You back? Wait, you good? I think so, but did you hear what I said about Carson Wentz? About the touchdown interception ratio? Yeah, yeah. At least he's not Carson. Carson got three to six, so at least he's not yeah, Carson. Um, here's here's the touchdown leaders right now: Russell Wilson, fourteen touchdowns, one interception; Josh Allen, ten touchdowns, one interception; and then oh, Rodgers and Mahomes are both nine and zero. And then Big Ben is seven and one. Matt Ryan seven and two, and that rounds out the top five. So. All right. Morning. I think it's just an anomalistic start by Russ and, Russ and Josh Allen. 14 through three weeks. That's insane. All right, Warner, can you get, ready, can you get us ready for the next topic? Yeah, let's go. Um, we've got – you good? We've got – I didn't even uh, know. I, I, thought, I, didn't, I thought my mic was muted. No, it wasn't. Um – you just wonder your 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 connection again. Um, so anyway, so let me recap until Warner gets back on the uh, NFL SH pick six standings after week three. Warner takes the W this week. He is now. He is now, uh, I'm sorry, what's his record? He is now 15 and 14. Um, his, yeah, he's 15 and 14 this week after week three. I'm sorry. He went six and nine, and I went five and 10. So this is, this is a terrible week. It's an absolutely terrible week on our part. Uh, and so really quickly, let me go over the end of the games that we did. Jaguars and Dolphins. Week uh Jaguars and Dolphins. Uh, what the heck? Where's my notes? 
Jaguars Dolphins, the Dolphins won on the over. So me and Warner are now we both went 0 and 2 um, on that one. Next up, Bengals, Eagles. Uh, we both picked the Bengals. They did not win. So and the over under was uh and we both picked over. It was under, so we are both 0 and two for that one. Bears Falcons. The Falcons lost the Bears won on the over, so we are both one point each on that one. Warner, I think Warner's back. I'm just going over the uh games from the weekend in our SH pick eight so we can get that going in a minute here. Um next up Chargers Panthers. Uh Panthers one where we both got the under correct. So we're now both I believe two and five. Yep, two and five now. Uh Bills Rams. The Bills won on the over. So um Warner lost well, Warner's not two and seven. Don't get upset yet, Warner, because I don't know, two and seven don't sound right. Hold on. Three, eight, one. So it's that two, definitely does not sound four, right. Four, six, eight, ten. Hold on, my bad. Okay. Owen two, Owen four, because we both got the Bengals on the over. That was wrong. Uh, when it's crazy, five. man, they were one point away from the over. I know. And they tied. And, uh, oh, man. Okay, one and five for both. Two and six for, okay, two and six for both. All right, and then four and six for me, Warner, two and eight. All right, there we go. Um, Cowboys, Seahawks, I picked the Cowboys, unfortunately. Warner picked the, uh, on the over, so Warner is now four and eight for the week. And I am now uh, five and seven, so I'm still in the lead on that one. But it's about to, I'm about to lose the lead. Uh, Packers, Cow, I mean Packers, Saints. Uh, Warner correctly. Packers was on the uh, he picked the under. So Warner, you're now five and nine. I picked the Saints on the under, so I'm now five and nine. And then last freaking night, kill me. Uh, I picked the Ravens on the over. Uh, Warner picked the Chiefs on the over, and surprisingly, it went to the Chiefs on the under last night. So the Chiefs. Credit to the Chiefs defense, man. I mean, geez, I thought it was going to be a high-scoring one. Ravens only scored twenty. Yeah. So Warner. For this week, went six and ten, and I started off decent and I ended an abysmal five and eleven. But I'm only I'm only one game out, surprisingly. Let me just put. So I'm now fourteen, and I'm now fourteen and sixteen. Gosh. I believe that's right. Yeah, 14 and 16. Warner's now 15, no, 15 and 15. Yep. That was not a good week by either of us. And yeah. that is, quite frankly, embarrassing. Dolphins had to screw it up. And the Bengals. Oh, my gosh. Uh, all right. Let's get into we it. We easily had an extra two, two wins each. And, uh, that's why you never bet on the Bengals. Yep, that's exactly never. why. Never. Never bet on them. I don't care if they're playing the freaking Dolphins. Hughes football team. Hey, we're 2-0. and no. Shut up. I don't care. The, 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 the Bengals would still probably find a way to lose. That was a compliment, if anything. Yeah, but they would find a way to beat y'all because y'all suck. All right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, right. Warner, what's the next topic? All right. Um, Sean, let's, let's go – uh, to the NFC, we've got a loaded NFC right now. Who comes out as the favorites? And I know who you're going to say, and I'm not going to be happy with it. Um, right now, right now, there's surprise a me? couple. Are you going to surprise me? Make me happy? Right, right now, there's a couple of teams in contention. Um, 
Tampa, right now, they're in contention. I've liked the way they've played on what? both sides of the ball. They're in contention, okay? They're, they're, they're the best team in their division right now. Um, uh, okay, that's fair. They're in contention. But it's really a two-team race. I already talked about San Fran. Their schedule is brutal. It's either Green Bay or Seattle. And make me happy. Actually. Make me happy. Okay. Let, let me backtrack on something. In the power rankings, I have Seattle higher than Green Bay. But the favorites are Green Bay. And here's why. Well, well, and Sean, you know what? You made me happy, but I'm kind of confused. You better have a good explanation. Here's why. Great. Seattle is, has been the second-best team in football for three weeks. But when it comes time for the playoffs and the way Aaron Rodgers is playing right now, a healthy Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard looks like a breakout star, has the chemistry with Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, and when they're fully healthy defensively, they have – like, and and you, the offense, I think, can cancel each other out. But the defense is when fully healthy. Seattle, Green Bay has a better pass rush. Green Bay has a better secondary, right? Seattle's run defense is probably a little bit better, um, which is obviously Green Bay's biggest hole, right? But for the power ranking, Seattle was the, the second-best team as of right now. When we get to the playoffs, Green Bay, unless Tam, Drew, uh, Tom Brady is, 2008, where he threw 50 touchdowns, 30 of them to freaking Randy Moss. Now, yeah, but he doesn't have Randy Moss. Mike Evans right. is good, but he ain't no Randy Moss. Right. Um. I mean, so unless Tom Brady turns into 20, 2008 version of uh, Tom Brady, or unless the Cowboys run off 11 straight wins, even then I probably wouldn't pick them. <laughs> yeah, or, I don't pick them. Or unless the Rams look like 2018 Rams, was that peak Rams? No, the year Todd Gurley was healthy. 17, right? Yeah, 17. The year Todd Gurley was healthy. No, 2018. I don't know. Whatever year. Um, So unless unless Drew Brees magically remembers how to throw a football 20 yards down the field, unless these things happen, Green Bay's the favorite because I'm a little more – and Green Bay matches – Green Bay's probably the only team per last year – that Seattle doesn't really match up well with in the in the NFC. We know Seattle is probably Seattle and Arizona because of the mobile quarterbacks give nightmares to San Fran. But Seattle has shown recently that they're a ma- that they don't match up particularly well with Green Bay. Green Bay is the favorites right now. You know Seattle's number two. That's based off of how they look through three weeks. But in the postseason, when we get there, Green Bay is gonna be the favorites. Well, I am happy you said that. Um, I do think we match up very well with um, Seattle. I, I said you guys do. I said Seattle doesn't match up well with y'all. That's what I said. I, I know. Oh, okay. My um, you know, uh, I, I think that's legit. We've got Jair Alexander, of course, one of the most physical cornerbacks in the game um, to match up against DK Metcalf, a very physical receiver. And um, Kevin King is a, a lanky, speedy guy who – I'm not going to say he's going to be able to keep up with Tyler Lockett, but he'll at least be in the general vicinity of Tyler Lockett. And it'll take a really, really good throw, which I'm sure Russ can make most of the time, um, to to hit Lockett. With, with the running game, if Chris Carson can stay healthy come playoff time, then it is definitely going to be a little harder as Chris Carson's that power back. Um, although we should – Ideally, have Kenny Clark back <laughs> come playoffs, although groin injuries, as I said yesterday, are not something you can just play through. Um, offensively, I think we match up extremely well. We've got Devontae Adams, who can cook up any corner in the league right now, even Stephon Gilmore or Jalen Ramsey. He just won't be able to do it as frequently. Um, Alan Lazard is, is, a, is a very physical um, type receiver, not not quite on the level of DK Metcalf or Mike Evans, but he can still win those jump balls, and they're not really 50-50. They're like 65-35 um, in favor of Lazard. And then Marquez Valdez-Scantling, if he can catch, then he can be a number one receiver. Problem is, he can't catch. Um, he creates a lot of separation, runs like a 4-3-4-4. He's, what, I think 6-3, 6 um, In height, he can get away from you if you're the DB, but 
he just can't catch. <laughs> um, whether he's wide open or it's contested, it's always a 50-50 ball with him. Uh, you don't know whether he's going to catch it or drop it. And then the young tight ends as well are looking nice in Robert Tanyan and Jay Sternberger, uh, the draft pick from last year. Yes, we did draft an offensive skill player last year. He just wasn't our first pick. Um, and and you know what? If the safeties can play better, Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage, they haven't played quite as well as they did last year. If they can play better, then I think we match up very, very well with the Seahawks. Um, and, and I'd say we're the favorites as well. And um, if, if you guys don't remember, I did pick the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl, but that's only because I didn't want to seem biased with Green Bay. And, and to be honest, I wasn't really sure what we were going to get from that receiving core. But right now I'm all in on, on the Packers. They, they're playing well uh, offensively, and their defense is playing better than um, their numbers would, would suggest. And so for that reason, I think the, um, the Packers are, are the, the team to beat in the NFC. The, Seattle's defense hasn't looked that great. They're more of a bend, don't break, and then have Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott make terrible decisions um, type of defense. Well, and yeah, they got two interceptions last last game, but they really got one. One was a real nice play by Griffin, uh, the corner. But the other, it was the other. Dak Prescott was that was a couple Cowboys fans here. They're like, well, I mean, it was twelve seconds left. Well, so who else to do? Uh, not throw it to five Seattle Seahawks. Throw it away, maybe, or or maybe take the sack and call a timeout. I I can't remember if they had timeout. They didn't have a timeout. They have a timeout. I mean, still yeah, throw it away, run, scramble for five yards, get out of bounds. There was a lot of space. But anyway, really quickly, Warner, before we get to our final topic, which is SH Pick 7, uh, let's take a quick break to sell our sponsors for today's episode, restaurant.com. Warner, do you like a good uh, meal? I'm a big meal? boy at heart. Uh, okay, whatever that was. Well, guess what? Today's episode is brought to you by restaurant.com. With restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100. They never expire, and they cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com. You can use for dining, takeout, or delivery. And Restaurant.com, guess what, Warner, is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com. I said that way too fast. Slash podcast. That's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase. Restaurant.com, the best deal every meal. Warner, you better check them out right now. I mean, yeah, I might, I might as well. Shoot. 50% yeah, off. I'm getting 50% off. Look, I'm getting. I'll get some of that. Right, like, shoot, count me in, count me in. <laughs> right? Um, all right, now let's get into our final segment of the day, SH. Pick seven. We need to have like a theme song when we do that, like a pop, 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 something. It would be something. SH pick seven. Or something like sheesh. Um, really quickly, I know some of you guys are probably wondering if you listen because they're pretty heavy on football. Um, they're like, well, hey, it is football heck? season. I mean, I mean, I mean, not football. Pretty heavy on basketball content. Yeah, it's like, well, where the heck is the basketball stuff at? Well, that's because tomorrow's episode of Sports Headlines is going to be specifically dedicated to an NBA Finals preview. Uh, tomorrow's episode will be a lot shorter, too, because we're just focusing on that, and I'm very excited for that. Really quickly, we have some breaking news uh, around the NFL. Uh, the Tennessee Titans uh, have, have stated that they closed their practice facilities until Saturday after three players and five staff members tested positive for COVID-19. The Vikings who played the Titans on Sunday have also closed their facility today as well. Warner, that's... Hey, uh, this is the beginning of the end. We were just talking playoffs. We're probably not even going to have playoffs. I, I said I, mean, I said earlier, come week 12, week 13, we're probably going to see too many COVID cases and a canceling to the season. And, uh, hey, that might be coming earlier than, than, um, than later. And, yeah, I mean, you know, we, hey. we, we've both been very pessimistic in the past about the NFL season continue, and also the Titans were on our NFL pick seven for this week. They faced the Steelers, a battle of three and those teams. So this is a big, I mean, big blow for the NFL. So now I have to find another game, and luckily I had a backup just in case something 
overall. So now you look at a team like the Vikings. Oh crap! Guess what? The Vikings are on our list at as well. I think I, I think they're fine as of right now. So we're going to keep them on. Um, so let's let's dive into it right here. I'm I'm, I'm texting you the uh, the other game we're doing. Um, Playoff baseball starts today. Yeah, it does. Playoff baseball. It does. Reds are in it. First off uh, since 2013. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Um. Anyway. Um. Let's go. Okay, Warner, you can stop. I'm happy. Uh. So we typically do every primetime game. Well, we're not doing that this week because I don't think anybody wants to talk about the Denver Broncos and the Jets. So Broncos, for, Jets. For the love of God, let's, let's that. I have an idea. I have an idea. At the end of the game. What we need to do is, if, if there's a terrible primetime game, we either need to say who gets benched, who gets fired, or what the point differential is going to be. <laughs> so I'm saying a uh, point differential of 40 points, and Adam Gase unfortunately keeps his job. 70 points, Adam Gase keeps his job. <laughs> All right, let's, let's Reds, get to The Reds don't play until tomorrow, by the way. Um, but yeah. you know, baseball starts today. Uh, well, this yep. is a podcast exclusive, so they can't even see what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, thank God. I'm, I'm fully decked out in Reds gear. Unfortunately. All right. Um, just typing them. Dirty Dodgers fan. Shut up. All right. First <laughs> game. First game that we're going to do the Cleveland Browns. Impressive two and one start. Facing the Dallas Cowboys. A big test for both teams, I feel. Uh, the over under is fifty five and a half. Warner, who you got? Cowboys, Browns in Dallas, by the way. Fifty five and a half is what twenty eight twenty eight would be an over because that's fifty six. Um, I've got the Browns. Now, do I want to go? But I want to go with huh? with over or the under though. I gotta take the over. Um, Seattle and, and Dallas just put up a combined sixty-nine. That that, um, that, re- that really wasn't that complicated. Like you made I that. Know, but the Browns' offense has been clicking. The Cowboys physically cannot stop anybody. Yeah, but the Browns' offense has faced the Bengals and the football team. Still. I mean, the football team's only positive note is their pass rush, I guess, but they don't really have a secondary or linebackers. They've got Chase Young and and some good, pretty good D linemen. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, Sean. All right, next game. Hold on, I'm just typing all oh, that last one. All right, next game we make, have. Make your pick. Huh? What's your pick? What do you mean? What's my pick? Do you pick? Oh, for the Browns, Chargers, uh, Browns, Cowboys. Cowboys. I picked. Oh, no. my bad. Um, Browns, Cowboys. Oh, I guess the Browns on the over. Browns on the over. Not close. Browns on the over. All right. Next up, Chargers, Buccaneers. The over under is forty four and a half. Ooh, I see why that's so low. I see why. Uh, Bucks are seven and a half betting favorites. Seven and a half point betting favorites. Warner over under. I mean, well, who you got in the over under? This may not be the smartest pick, but I think I've actually got the Chargers. Yes. On the under, because Justin Herbert didn't play too well against the Panthers' pass rush, and the Bucks have a better one, but. How is Brady going to look against Joey Bosa? Yep. Providing he doesn't get hurt in that second Uh So I got Chargers on the under. Yep, I'm going to agree. I, this is partially because I don't want to see my team lose. So I'm just going <laughs> to Just because I would not be surprised if they lose, though. Um, Chargers on the under as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, like, wow, 44 is low. But I was like, eh, Okay. That it. That, I mean, still, when you think about it, like at first, you're like, "That's low." Um, 
Anyway, next game, we have the battle of two 0-3 teams, the Vikings and the Texans. Both teams still playoff hopes, I think, in their locker room. But really quickly, Warner, don't count the Texans out just yet. They're, they just had probably the most brutal schedule to start off the season ever. I mean, you had to face the defending champs on the road. You had to face the Ravens, who we both have expressed our opinions on them, and they face the Steelers, who have looked dominant so far this year. And then, I mean, look at the rest of the schedule. The only two teams left on the schedule that you're like, yep, that's a for sure win for that team. It's the Patriots and the Packers. This is their upcoming schedule. Minnesota, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Cleveland, New England, Detroit, Indy, Chicago, Indy, Cincy, Tennessee. So I'm just saying don't count them out yet, especially in a terrible division like the AFC South. I'm saying count them out um, for this game, though. I picked the Vikings. What did you say the over-under was? 54 and a half. Under. Definitely under. Well, oh, man. Now that I think about it, that's what, 27? Yeah, give me the under. All right. Um, I got the Texas on the over. Not, not really going to explain too much there. Just Texas audio. I'm not counting them out yet. I've been critical on that, but then I, but then I realized I look at the schedule. I'm like, holy crap! I forget. they just play KC, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. I think, I think, uh, 78 year old Phil Rivers with 25 children is going to be able to win the division for the Colts. 75 year old with 28 children is hilarious. All right, so that's our first straight out disagreement so far. Texans on the over for me, Vikings on the under. So we'll see how that one goes. That could be big time in determining who wins this week. Um, next game, we have, I think we're on four o'clock games now. Um, we got the uh, Buffalo Bills facing the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas. The Bills are two and a half. Betting favorites, the over-under 52, so that's 26-26, basically. Um, Warner, who you got? Over-under. Okay, so I definitely have the over for this game because of the Raiders' offense combined with how the Bills' offense is playing this year and the way the Bills' defense has been playing this year. And I've got the Bills because they have a better team. So the Bills on the over. All right, I think this is the game where the Bills' defense shows up oh, and don't, shows uh, up. Um, don't be I'm going to go with the Bills on the under oh, for, for this one. Don't do it to yourself. You're already going to be down on that Texans-Vikings game. Don't do it to yourself. What okay. have the Bills' defense shown us? What, what have they shown us? Well, I mean, well, first of all, we know what they're capable of. Capable of and capable of, but what have they shown us? And, this is a league that is and, not and, what and, you do for me last year. What are you doing for me right now? And you are also the same guy that says, "Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, well, Josh Allen's only been three weeks. Well, um, uh, who else have you said? He, he played a pretty legit defense well, against the Rams yesterday, and, and well, it showed some flaws. But Lamar Jackson the Raiders has only no been defense. three. It's only been two weeks. Justin Herbert has only been two games. Joe Burrow's only been three games. Like, come on, I don't want to hear that from you. I'm pretty sold on Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm way more sold on Burrow than I am on Herbert or any other, honestly, player from that draft class last year. All right, next up, Kansas City and New England. Is Bill Belichick have something dialed up in for this one? Kansas City are touchdown betting favorites over under 54. Okay, over under 54. Chiefs under. Ah, wait a minute. Hold on. You said 54? Yeah, that's like 27, 25 will be under. Oh, Ooh, now I think about it. man. I'm going to pick the under still. I'm going to tell you why, too. I think the Chiefs defense is going to be able to stop Cam Newton in the read option quarterback power game. And so while the Chiefs will score probably close to 30, oh, even wow. though the Patriots' oh, defense oh, is really good. You're thinking, you're thinking it's going to be a blowout. Okay. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think it's going to be well, a wider I mean, margin to where 
that's practically but what like 30 17 is that what you're thinking yeah 35 17 oh wow not 35 but like 28 to to 17 or 28 20 30 20 something like that a two score game well 28 20 isn't a two score game um anyway i got the chiefs on the under as well i think it'll be closer though i've seen enough from cam in this offense i think They'll play well enough. Kansas City's just better. Um, do you think do you think the Chiefs' offense is going to be partially? No, quiet? no, no. I think what was the overall fifty four? I think it's going to be like twenty eight, twenty four, something like that. Okay. All right, we got two games left. It's the two good primetime games. Um, it is. We, we're going to start off with the Eagles. O two and one. Will they get their first win at San Fran? Really quickly, right now the injury report. George Kittle, basically everybody questionable for this 49ers team. And they they, uh, only got worse. Jordan Reed is now out, and they're missing a bunch of players as well. Um, Warner, the over-under is 45. Uh, 49ers are six-and-a-half-point betting favorites. Who you got, Eagles 49ers? Sean, you know who I got. I got the 49ers, and I got the under. Yeah, the, the Eagles, come on now. The Eagles have shown me – I am more down on the Eagles this year than I think I've ever been down on anybody else. Because, like, even the Dolphins last year, I didn't think they were – I thought they would be, like, 1-15, 2-14, 3-13. and 13. But I thought that from the beginning. I thought the Eagles would be winning the division this year. Better they still than the can. They're only half a game out. I mean, I mean, yeah, the Cowboys could should honestly be 0-3 um, right now. Oh, why are the Falcons so bad? I got the 49ers in the under. All right. This is the week that Carson Wentz and the Eagles are going to get their first win. Uh, this is a must-win game for San Fran, though. I just already talked about their brutal schedule. This is a must-win game. They won't win it, though. I got the Eagles also. Wait, what's the over-under? 45? 45. So that's like 24-21 is 45. Oh, ooh, now that you say it like that. I got them on the um, – I think the score to this game is going to be probably 20-17 to 17 or 20-13 to 13 or something. Uh, Niners win. I think the Niners score 17 to 21 points, and I think the Eagles score somewhere between 10 and 20. All right. This is going to cost me, I think. But I, you got you got to gamble a little bit, especially like, well, I'm, I'm down. A Are you win. picking the over? I'm going to pick the oh, – I'm going to pick the over. Oh, uh, Sean, don't do it to yourself, man. I'm going to run away this week. This week is mine. It's a 17-week season. I'm good. No, it's not going to be a 17-week season. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right. Our last game, Monday Night Football on NBC. Wait, no, wrong one. Never mind. Yeah, it's definitely wrong. All right, shut up. Uh, Monday Night Football, though, we got the Green Bay Packers and the Atlanta Falcons. Really quickly, Warner, before you underestimate the Falcons, they could very easily at least be two and one. Um, I know. They've blown two double-digit leads in the fourth quarter in two weeks. Like, what the heck? Back-to-back weeks. And in the way that the Packers' offense has been playing and the Falcons' defense is playing, that's why I have the Packers now. Probably the over, but what's the over-under for this game? 57 and a half. Over. Over. Yeah, I got the over. I, I don't I don't ah, see will the Packers defense be able to show up because Todd Gurley hasn't shown much and is Julio Jones out for this week or is he questionable? He's questionable. So and he he was actually a game time decision last week. So expect Julio to play. And are you stopping Julio and Calvin Ridley? I don't think so. You're underestimating Atlanta. I'm gonna go with the ah uh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, if you would have picked the Falcons, I would have just left. Falcons on or Packers on the over? Oh yeah, for sure. However, I wouldn't be surprised if Green Bay, if Atlanta's offense keeps a minute and gives them a chance, at the very least, a chance to win this game. I would. You're under. I, I think I think the 
Falcons offense is going to play well. <laughs> I think the Packers offense is going to be playing way better, and the defense is going to be playing way better. I think the Packers are going to control the clock like they do. Play action game. I got to get. I got to find that graphic that Sunday Night Football put up on right when he's about to hand the ball off to the running back on what the inside zone split play looks like and what the PA boot play looks like. And, I mean, I, I swear to you, they are identical. You, you cannot tell until they t- – mm, I got I to gotta find that. All right. Uh, let's just say anything else. Thank you for li- watching, listening, whatever, to this, the Sports Highlights Podcast. Email us Sports. I'm Sean, or no, Warner, since Warner wants to do the after. That's Warner Sanker. I'm Sean Davis. Unless Warner has anything else weird to say, we're going to start wrapping up. Warner, any, any closing remarks? Nah. The backer suck. Bye. I quit. Go ahead. Any closing remarks? You're funny. No. Um, uh, Shouts to Crossover Media. Um, Go check them out on Sportscaster. I don't know why this didn't want to stream today, although I did get a notification that OBS was to be updated, so that might have been why. Um, so OBS is now updated, and uh, we will see. We will see if it works tomorrow. Hopefully, it does. But um, yeah, NBA finals, me. NBA finals preview tomorrow. No NFL content tomorrow. It'll be about thirty minute episode, straight NBA. Uh, and Warner wants to be extra and clap his hands. So guess what I'm going to do? Can I, can I do that back? No, I can't. Screw you. Um, <laughs> actually, I can. Yup. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clap back. Yeah. I have, uh, yeah, NBA preview, NBA Files preview. Game one is tomorrow night, so hence why we did SH Pick 7 today and the Files preview tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. And Thursday, obviously, uh, we won't do a Thursday night football preview. It'll just be reactions to game one, the finals, whatever other sports news comes. Um, but yeah, again, that's what I said. I'm Sean Davis. Thank you for watching the most obsessive place in sports listening. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening. <laughs>